Welcome to the Moving to Florida show. I am your host, Judson, along with co-host Mohit Badlani. Mo, how are you today? Good. How you been? Uh, doing good. Just, just staying busy. You know, we, we try to get these recordings in when we can. So uh, we're, we're in the end of uh, October now, approaching Halloween. How's business for you? It's been great, man. It's been really, really good. Um, noticing a lot more uh, uptick lately of buyers. Yeah, we're definitely we're definitely busier um, than we normally are this time of year. Right. I mean, in, in Florida, I would say it doesn't slow down like it does in some markets, you know, due to it getting cold. Obviously, we don't have that, but it definitely seems like it's busier this year. It is. It is. I think people want to take advantage of uh, the low interest rates that, that are still out there. Right. Well, and a lot of people taking advantage of, um, you know, if they're working from home and stuff like that, they're they're moving to Florida. I've got uh, buyers under contract. They're moving here from Colorado. I've got buyers here that are under contract. They're moving from New York City. Right. So they're they're all coming to Florida. They all come into Florida. Yeah. Again, I got some uh, <laughs> clients from Pennsylvania and I've got some clients from Chicago that are coming down here and purchasing homes. I mean, they just want to get away from the city in the cold and be somewhere warm where they have <laughs> where they can actually go outside. That's right, man. That's right. Well, uh, so I know you noted that uh, we don't. I didn't include any notes for today's topic. So uh, that there's a reason for that. Right. Uh, put, Throw it out. Putting me. you in the hot seat. <laughs> putting you in the hot seat a little bit What's today. Up? With uh, so we got a little. I wanted to do a little Q and A. Sure. Let's uh, do just it. some 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 common questions that uh, that you and I get. Okay. Uh, and that that you know common questions people have about moving to Florida. Okay. Um, I, I thought it would make a good topic and and you know kind of answer some of these questions preemptively because as we go through this, you're you, you've probably been asked every single one of these questions before. You know, in your last few years as a real estate agent. I know sure. I have been. That's kind of where I pulled these these questions from. Oh, nice. Uh, Some buyer so, questions and seller no, questions. <laughs> yeah, not, nothing nothing too technical, okay, but good. definitely definitely questions we get as real estate agents here uh, in Florida. So So yeah, man, with, with that, we'll we can we can dive into Let's it. Let's do it. Um, so the first question and I definitely have gotten this one before. Um, isn't everybody in Florida like 80 years old? Isn't it just uh <laughs> I mean, uh, I've, I've heard people call it, uh, um, heaven's waiting room, <laughs> uh, which I mean, it's, it's fair that, that, you know, Florida is, does have a rep- reputation as a, a retirement place, you know, a place where a lot of retirees right, move right. to. And that's because of all of the positive things that we've mentioned before, you know, the, the good tax environment and all of that stuff. Right. But, but what do you say is, is everybody that lives here 80? Does, I usually say, do I look 80 to you? <laughs> Uh, they usually say, no, you're not 80. No, I think, um, I think that, yeah, we do have that perception out there that, you know, we're a retirement area, but there's a lot of young people moving to Florida. Uh, we're, we're seeing a huge influx of companies moving down here because of the tax incentives. And also, uh, you, you have Lake Nona, which is a medical city. So a lot of major, you know, medical people are moving down here as well. It's, it's, I think Orlando's becoming, uh, I would say Florida itself is becoming uh, very metropolitan-ish, if that's a word. <laughs> so it's very spread out. Yeah, it's right? very spread out. Yeah, you have those pockets where, you know, the old retirement communities are. And we have a lot of those pockets. But there's also a lot of pockets where, you know, young people are thriving here. Uh, they're they're creating their own businesses, their own environments. They are, uh, we have young communities here too. So there's a lot of stuff to do for young folks. 
Yeah, for sure. Like you said, a lot of families moving here. Um, I don't know what the statistics are, you know, uh, Florida wide, but I know right here in Winter Garden where we live, I think the median age is is 37 years old. Right. That's the median age of, of a resident here. So, so I mean, we do have a, a lot of young population here in Florida as well. That's true. And the, we, we're getting a lot of international people too from South America and stuff like that. So, and they're, they're not coming in at 80 years old. Their weather is still good down there. <laughs> so they're coming here because of the opportunities that we have the tax breaks uh the climate uh and you know the beaches and we have so much to offer for the young folks down here yeah, i'm saying absolutely. like an old man to young folks <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i got another one for you What's that? um uh, kind of a multi-part okay. question here uh are there a lot of alligators uh, and or how often do you see alligators y- to be honest with you since i moved here in 98 i think i've seen three alligators besides going to gatorland <laughs> which is a little mini gator theme park down here but i've only seen like maybe two or three alligators and that too baby alligators in some of the lakes and ponds here uh i think the city of orlando does a really good job of uh of uh, fishing them out or, or i guess fetching them out uh, once they reach a certain size and they take them down to the everglades and whatnot but to be honest with you it's it have i haven't experienced alligators like maybe some people may have Right, right. What about what I, your I, experience I, with alligators? <laughs> I, I must be spending a little bit more time outside you, than you, you are. You probably uh, are. <laughs> I wouldn't say I see them often, but you know, but whenever I'm doing these outdoor activities, like I go mountain biking, and some of the trails are built around swamps, so it's not uncommon. Like I've I've rolled up on an alligator that was in the middle of the trail. Oh wow! Uh, thought thought I was going to be able to get him to to like run and, and clear off, and he like opened his mouth at me, and I went, uh-uh. "Okay, I'm I will find another way. path." <laughs> Uh, that was a smaller alligator, you know, that was only about maybe five, six foot, you know, nose to tail. Uh, I've seen, but I see them pretty often. I would say mostly when I'm doing outdoor activities, as far as seeing them, like just out driving around doing my day to day stuff. Yeah, definitely not as often. It has happened. We have a little retention pond in our backyard that we used to have a little gator in. So, you know, I'd even see him in the backyard some, but I mean, my dog was bigger than that one, you know, and, and, and I have heard stories from people in the neighborhood that we had a larger gator in that pond at one point in time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, that it, once it hit about seven foot, somebody did call the, I guess the wildlife and fisheries and they came and, and removed it because right. at that size, I mean, they could definitely take out a pet, but even a, a small child or something. Right. So. Right. But uh, gators usually stay to themselves. And if, as long as you don't sure. go over there and bother them, they're not going to come and bother you, especially if you're not yeah. putting bread comes out for them. <laughs> sure. What, chicken bones? Yeah, chicken <laughs> bones. That'd be the, the, the bread comes. Right. Um, okay. Well, well, what about snakes then? Uh, I've only seen garden snakes here and garden snakes yeah. are, they're more afraid of you than, <laughs> than you should be afraid of them. <laughs> Yeah, I, again, I don't I wouldn't say I see snakes all the time, but I do see them, you know, occasionally. Usually they're like the black, like I would call them a chicken snake. Yeah. Um, or or a garden snake. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. We do have I've seen reports in our neighborhood a couple of times people have seen coral snakes, which are actually very very oh. poisonous snakes. Uh, mm-hmm. though they're, they're, I didn't even realize we had them in this area. I had to look it up and apparently we do. Um, but it, I haven't seen that personally, I but I have heard either. reports from people that, that they've seen them. Um, so, you know, that's something to be concerned about, but I've, I've never heard of, of anybody actually getting bit by one of those. I, I so, wouldn't, so I wouldn't, good. I would actually like to see the percentage or the, the statistics on that in, at least in central Florida, what, 
what the snake bite rate is <laughs> or the gator bite rate. I think it's so small. We don't even hear it. Sure. Yeah. And I, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard of somebody actually being bit by a snake, but, uh, and, and my, right. my wife is, is funny. She's more afraid of the lizards than, than she doesn't like the snakes either, but the, the lizards are, are the real ones that are out there. I mean, they are everywhere. Uh, but Hey, they, they do, they, are they do help keep the bugs down. <laughs> That that's true. They they do come to the house every once in a while. Help you with the with the all your crumbs on your floor. <laughs> yeah. So well, and then we do have a lot of uh, of other wildlife that's that's maybe a little more fun to see than the alligators or or the snakes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we get a lot of birds here, especially we're getting into that season now where yeah. a lot of the birds are migrating and heading south, and so mm-hmm. we see a lot a lot of birds, a lot of. Uh, egrets uh the little white birds or i guess they're pretty Mm -hmm. a larger bird um but then we get the sandhill cranes that come through a lot of uh, throughout a lot of the year we've got the sandhill cranes here that are really loud (laughs) and and they do not care they will stand in the middle of the street and you have to go around them they do not care (laughs) oh yeah yeah they they don't budge they don't budge at all it's cool to watch them. I mean, you'll sometimes you'll wake up in the morning and they're like out in the backyard, like you know, hunting for their their breakfast. And I mean, that's a pretty big bird. I mean, they're you know two two three foot tall big crane. And they they go they move. I guess you would say they move in packs too. So they move in twos, threes, and fours. Then you never see one by itself. There's always another one lurking around with it. Very true. Yeah, I know. Uh, one time we got up one morning. I think this was last year, and we had like a dozen of them in the backyard, which is a big group of them. They're, they're normally not in that big of a group, but big group of sandhill cranes. And let me tell you, man, if they get agitated, they are noisy. They are loud. Yeah, they are very noisy. Yeah, they'll uh, wake you up and, <laughs> for and, sure. Okay, so another another one. Uh, you got to go out looking for these usually, but we've got manatees here too. I mean, that's uh, yes. the cow mm-hmm. of the sea, right? <laughs> Uh, I've heard right. people call them sea potatoes. <laughs> sea potatoes. <laughs> uh, and I've seen those other than like going to a spring to hunt them down. The only time I've, I've seen manatees when I was not looking for them, um, when I was pure fishing, which I've mentioned uh, recently, a few right. months back, we did see some manatees. Like we saw this like flipper come up and like this black object out in the water. I'm like, man, what the heck is that? And as we kept watching it, it, it was a manatee. We actually ended up with a couple of them that were, swimming around out there oh, wow. so that was that was cool to see you know because other than that I've, you have to go looking for them you go up in the springs in the winter time yeah which there's some of these springs yeah. that there will be hundreds of manatees in so, so yeah. yeah so we do have some some cool wildlife here as well yeah we do with uh, dolphins we have dolphins all over the place too that's true of, yeah. well, our little sea urchins <laughs> so yeah we get we have dolphins here uh now i guess i guess the scary one would be sharks have yes. you seen sharks? Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know for sure that I've seen a shark because it could have been something else. But uh, I did see a mystery fin one time. Uh, we were out at Cocoa <laughs> a Beach. Fin. Hey, so we were out at Cocoa Beach, and uh, my brother-in-law was visiting. He's he's a bit younger. He's uh, he's twenty-three now, and he was visiting. So I was on. I had taken my paddleboard out there, and we were like paddling out. But he was kind of swimming out with me, and I see like i don't know maybe maybe 15 foot from us this huge fin like just come up and go down and i know it wasn't uh, a dolphin because those look a little, like you see the arch of their back and all yeah, i saw yeah. was this fin 
I have no idea what it was. Uh, but I'm like, dude, get, you got to get on the board. And like, I had, had to drag him up on the board with me to get him out of the water. Cause we have no idea what it was. You no idea, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, we, we turned around and headed back to shore at that point. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I did do like, of course I'm like Googling like fin shapes and stuff like that. And, and, you know, I only saw it for an instant. I think it may have been like right. a hammerhead or something, which probably not a risk that that, that would have like you know come after him or anything but that's definitely right. that gets your heart pumping when you see that yeah i'm sure <laughs> oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah but i've never seen shark down here uh, i mean as far as uh, we've gone to the beach hundreds of times yeah never seen one never seen a shark yeah we did yeah. i know people have been bit, bitten by baby sharks and stuff around their ankles and stuff but you, you, we usually don't go beyond the i guess the threshold of uh where we should be going. I mean, if you go too deep in, then I'm, you get out in their territory. Yeah. Don't, we don't go out in their territory. Uh, they come, they can come to ours. <laughs> we can't stop them. Yeah. We, we don't go out there. Uh, of course, some people go out looking for them. We, we had uh, a brother Kyrie Morris on talking about oh, yeah. how he was, he went out uh, and swam with sharks. So that was a cool story. Yeah. So uh, that's crazy. If you I want, never if you want to get out and see it, <laughs> it's possible. All right. Next question for you. Next question for you uh, is living in Florida, like being on vacation every day. I would say yes. In, in, in certain aspects, uh, obviously we all have jobs and we have work <laughs> and helping clients out, but it's always good to come home and unwind and you can sit on your back porch and not worry about snow and sleet and all that stuff. Uh, when, once I, once you get out, out and about during the day and, or in the mornings or in the afternoons, once you're done with work or before work, you still have a very good opportunity of, of, of feeling the sunshine here. And so it makes you feel like you're on vacation. You may not be on vacation. You may have your own routines and stuff, but uh, I have a feeling it's always a good feeling to be out, out and about. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of times, you know, multiple times every year, my wife and you were sitting out on the back porch, beautiful sunset, especially this time of year when the weather's a little cooler and it's really comfortable outside. And we're just like, man, we love living here. It's, it is like paradise. So, I mean, you, you definitely get that. You just, you know, I think that's what some people think though. They're, you know, they come to Florida, they go on vacation and and then they move here thinking every day is going to be like vacation. And Hey man, if you're, if you're independently wealthy, you know, maybe so, but the reality is most of us have to have to have a job. You know, we got, we have work to do and Mm -hmm. all of that, but you do have those opportunities to, to get out and do little mini vacations and stuff. Hey, that does lead to my to my next question. This would be more for people that are looking at at Central Florida, but is it worthwhile to get a, a Disney annual pass? I think so. <laughs> I'm a Disney pass holder. I'm a Universal pass holder. Um, and going back to your point, it feels like vacation every weekend sometimes because we used to go every weekend before the the pandemic. Every weekend we used to be out and either in Universal Studios or Disney, you know, people spend or save their whole life savings to come down to Florida and go hit Disney World and Magic Kingdom, Epcot and all that places. And we have a a really good opportunity here to go every weekend. Yeah, it gets a bit costly, but I mean, if you have it in your budget to do so, I would recommend it. Highly recommend it. I mean it it's just the happiest place on earth isn't it <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go so so a resounding yes to that a one. resounding yes well. yeah. okay uh here's another one that i've gotten before i got this question recently um i've heard there's a lot of sinkholes in florida is that true is it something we should be concerned about it's it's okay to be a little concerned about it but 
to be honest with you, we rarely get them. I think in a year we may have one incident, maybe. Uh, I don't see them happen often either. I mean, there was a time uh, around like the late 90s where we, we would hear about one or two incidents, but I, I, I haven't heard one in a, in a few years, by the way. So, I mean, it doesn't happen often at all. Yeah, yeah, Florida's a big state, so I mean, and we do have sinkholes here. There's, you know, it's going to happen from time to time. Usually right. if it's anything major, it makes the news, so everybody hears about it. Right. That's kind of where those those stories come from. I know that uh I know the homeowners insurance policies here, so this is something for people to be aware of. Homeowners insurance policies typically do not cover sinkhole damage. Right. Uh, it's an additional like rider that you have to add on. Right. Um, not sure, you know, it probably varies how much that is. Um you know, so if, if it's something that you're really, you know, worried about, especially if you're maybe moving into a neighborhood where one has happened before, right? maybe something that, that you would want to get added on. So you can get some, some coverage there, but right. uh, we've all heard the story about, you know, uh, it, it, a sinkhole opening up under a house and like swallowing the whole house and somebody falling in. <laughs> Definitely not something that is, is very common. No, it's not uh, common at all. And a lot of these neighborhoods now, especially the newer neighborhoods and whatnot, they do a huge EPA environmental protection agency comes down here, does inspections, do, I mean, they do their due diligence and make sure that, you know, the, the, the land that they're building on is safe. Right. Yeah. They're, they're doing, I'm sure some sort of, of sonar radar, whatever, you know, studying the ground before they build all this infrastructure on top of it to make sure that it's safe. So, you know, as, as long, especially if you're getting into a newer neighborhood, Definitely right. not something you should be too worried about. Right. Um, right. Okay. Uh, I got I got another one for you. And uh, I can already tell you the answer is going to vary depending on where you live. But how mm-hmm. cold does it get in the wintertime? Well, in Central Florida, it doesn't get too cold. I mean, I've had a maybe, I think the coldest I've ever seen it here, it's got into the teens, but it only remains that way for a very short period. Uh, what I mean by short period is maybe an hour or two where it'll stay in the teens. It would be early in the morning or late at night. And then it gets back into the, maybe the thirties and forties. But yeah, during the winter time, I mean, it does hit to thirties and forties and fifties, but I think that's the coldest I've, I've ever uh, experienced down here. And I've been here for 21 years now. (laughs) Yeah. And, and in central Florida, especially, I mean, obviously that's where our experience comes from. I'd say even those days, you know, maybe you have three or four days where it's down into the thirties or forties and then you'll get, you know, some good sunshiny days and it'll be 50s, 60s, even up into the 70s. Right. You know, just a couple of days later and it's nice and, and comfortable for a while. And maybe then you get another cold snap that comes through. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of that seems to be how our winters go. Right. Yeah. We have cold snaps and that's about it. And those snaps last maybe a day, maybe two or three days. And that's about it. That's fair. Yeah. So and then, you know, if you're in maybe North Florida up in the panhandle, might get a little bit colder, you know, you might get into freezing, um, you know, once or twice a, a year, you might stay there a little bit longer. And then if you go South Florida, especially like Miami and the Keys, you're not going to see freezing temperatures down there. Right. I, I would say probably rarely even gets as close as the, the 40s. Right. Uh, right. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, I think the Panhandle at one point had f- flurries and before the the snow or, or the flurries hit the ground, it was melted. <laughs> it was done. So they didn't have uh, any pileup or anything like that down here. But yeah, I've heard a couple of stories where, you know, we, they would see some flurries every once in a while. Yeah. All right. So we got a, a rental question Ooh. up next. Uh, do, do I need to have a job to get approved for a rental house? 
you have to have some kind of income coming in <laughs> to, to own a rental place. You yeah, you need to have some kind of income. Whether well, to, it's, to rent, to rent, yeah, to rent a to rent a house, to move to Florida and rent a house. Yeah, you need to have a job lined up. Yeah, first, you need right? to have a job lined up in here or some form of income, whether it's a job or uh, you've had a company down here for a couple of years and you decided to move down to Florida and continue that they're, they're going to see all that stuff. So yeah, you do need to have some form of income coming in. What most property managers are looking for, typically they're looking for about uh, three times the rent in monthly income. Right. I mean, that'd be household income, but you know, if, if the rent is, is $2,000 a month, they want to see $6,000 a month in income pre-taxes. Correct. So that's, that's, that's a pretty good baseline. You know, every property manager or property owner is going to be different in what they require. Mm -hmm. and, but, but mostly, yeah, you're, you're going to need to have a job or some form of income to get approved for a rental. Correct. Correct. Uh, and, and a lot of companies now are going virtual. So your, your job may be in California and you're moving to Florida. Uh, as long as we see that you your your company is allowing you to move to Florida and you're going to be working virtually. That I, I just did that recently. So, uh I guess it was um, he worked for a airline company and they said, you know what, we're going to be we're going to go complete virtual. It doesn't make any sense to have a brick and mortar anymore. So you guys can work from home. So he decided to leave California, which is very expensive, by the way, and come down to Florida. And he had a job already lined up and we approved him. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So we've, we've covered this one, maybe beat this one to death, but uh, are, are hurricanes really a big deal? Um, yes, you should be aware of them, but we haven't had a hurricane in about four years now or, or coming through Central hurricane. Florida, a bad hurricane for about four years now. Uh, yeah, you should be prepared. You should always, uh, stock up and stuff. And we did a whole uh, podcast on just hurricanes too. So yeah, be careful. Um, but you don't see that that often. And by the time hurricanes come to Central Florida, they're usually a tropical storm or they're, uh, you know, a very low category. Right. Yeah. It's one of those things. I mean, pretty much anywhere you move, you're going to have some form of, of natural disaster, Correct. be it earthquakes, wildfires, hurricanes, tornadoes. Uh, you know, if I got to pick one of those, I'm going with hurricanes because yeah. at least you see them coming. Yeah. You know, you got plenty of warning before yeah. they arrive. Absolutely. Like earthquakes, you never know when that's going to happen. Wildfires in the same way. Snowstorms, maybe <laughs> you'll know in advance if the weatherman you're listening to is uh, is uh, is doing his job. Uh, but hurricanes, they, they tell you at least a week or two in advance. Yeah, for sure. You, you see it coming and you go, hey. Yeah, you're two weeks out. Oh, it might hit us. And then next thing you know, it, it turns, it goes the other way. Or, you know, once you get inside of a week, a few days out, that's when you really know if you're going to get hit or not. I'd right, say. right. Correct. Yeah. And so you've, you've got plenty of time to prepare. Absolutely. All right. Well, how about this one? Uh, is it worth it to buy a new construction home? Sure it is. You get your warranties. You're in a nice community. You get to break in the house the way you want to. Uh, you get to add all your features, uh, whatever features you want. Again, it'll, it'll be brand new. It'll be on, under warranty. So why not get into some a new construction? But at the same time, if you want something that uh, 
that it's been broken into already. You already know it's uh, it has a good roof on it, has good good bones, uh, which you would say on it. You may want to go for something older or something with more character. Yeah, you know, maybe if you're if you're looking for a deal, something you could come in and put your own you know stuff on and build in your own equity. Then new construction is not going to be the way. But um, you know, if you want that that when they say new car smell, if you want right. that new house smell, right, right, <laughs> the new construction could be the way to go. And the good thing is, we've we've done again, we've done a show on new construction before too. But if you're as long as you're kind of early mm-hmm. on in the neighborhood, usually you get some appreciation there because the builders do raise prices as they build out the community. Right. And, and I've seen plenty. I've had plenty of clients buy a new construction, and by the time the house was completed, it appraised for you know, well over what they were, what they were buying it for. Right. Um, plus, plus the builders will typically help out with your closing costs as well. So right. that's, that's another benefit. Right. And if you have a great realtor like one of us and you want to get into a resale, we'll always ask for a seller to help out with closing costs. Right. It, it, sometimes that's a little tougher to get the seller to, to agree because if you got a loan, then typically you still have to appraise for that purchase price. Uh, but, right. But yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Up next, uh, does it rain a lot in Florida? Uh, in the summer months? Yes. But our rains literally last for maybe an hour or two and then it's sun back again. I mean, the sun comes right, right back out. Uh, so yeah, I, I would say we never have, I, oh, I wouldn't say never, but we typically don't have rains lasting us for more than three or four hours. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get a couple of storms throughout the year where it'll rain for three or four days, but usually it rains for a couple of hours, then it clears up the sun comes back out and uh, it's, it's a little uh, muggy out, but yeah. Uh, you you get to get up back outside and enjoy it, and it's actually cooled down a few degrees, right? Too from that that summer summer rain, yeah. Uh, but we definitely do get a lot of rain here, like you said, in the summertime, especially. It's like every day, right? Uh, you, you know, four o'clock, you can set your you your can watch, watch by to it. it. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, I only have one more question All for right. you, and we'll wrap it up. Uh, are homeowners associations really as bad as everyone says? No, not really. Uh, homeowners associations actually may benefit you. Uh, it keeps uh, your neighbors in line so they don't paint their house weird colors or in stripes. Everybody's lawn is maintained. Uh, your streets are maintained. They, uh, their your pool is or your community pool is uh, maintained as well. So they they do a lot with that, and they do a lot of especially in my neighborhood. Uh, they do a lot of programs. They do food trucks and stuff like that. So it 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 brings the community together. Some if their HOA is uh, is more involved in the community. Some HOAs are not as involved, so you may want to, you know, want to paint your house a certain color, and uh, it, they'll take six months to get back to you. <laughs> so you just got to be aware. Yep, yep. Kind of like, kind of like the sinkholes. Uh, it it's possible it happens. There are some bad apples out there, but right. for the most part, they're they're not bad, and they keep. I mean, basically, their job is to maintain the value of the homes in the community right. overall by keeping the community nice. So, right, yeah, de- definitely. I'd say not as bad as everyone says, but there there are some bad apples out there. So, right. just something you want to make sure of before you know you buy into an HOA community. And there's there's plenty of homes that are not in an HOA if that's something you want to avoid. So, uh, again, like you mentioned earlier, working with a good realtor that can help you sort through all of that right. definitely helps. We'll bring you the bylaws. <laughs> Yeah, it's something you want to review for yeah. sure before you, you buy in. Go read through the HOA bylaws. If you can get any insight from anybody in the community, that usually helps too. Right. 
So, so yeah, well, you know, I, I thought this would be a good topic to discuss. These are just some common questions that, that we get, um, you know, from people wanting to move here, nothing right. super technical or in depth here, no. but definitely some, some things that we hear all of the time. So stuff to be aware of, um, I'd say, you know, to you listeners out there, if, if you've got a question about moving to Florida, um, you can connect with us, uh, at our email address, it's moving to Florida excuse me, moving to Florida show at gmail.com. You can also connect with us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at moving to Florida show. And for Twitter, our handle is at moving to FL show and be sure to subscribe to the show. If you like our content so that we'll automatically download to your device and get you one step closer to moving to Florida. (laughs) 